Meanwhile, in the Podomatic.com commissary... Well, Mr. Wells, it's not that it's a bad play. It's just the, the, the premise of the play is not really up our alley. Uh, an alien invasion where everybody dies and Santa Claus is behind it all. That just doesn't really, I don't think, connect with our listeners or to anybody uh, during Christmas time. So you want to go back and, and work on it a little bit and bring it back to us? Don't and... tell me. I usually prefer to, but tell me what's wrong. Well, Ollie and I were looking over it. And it, just, it just doesn't seem like it's going to really work real well. What do you think, Ollie? It sucks! What? It sucks! Why? I just did it right. Uh, look, I, I'm not used to having more than one person in there. One more word out of you and you go. Is that clear? Hashtag yippers. I take, well, I take directions from one person under protest, but from two I don't sit still. But who the hell are you anyway? Well, why the hell are you asking me for another one? Uh, Mr. Wells, Mr. Wells, Ollie and I both just felt that there was like a slight gonk in your play, and it just... What is a gonk? Do you mind telling me what that is? A big mishap, that's what it is. Look, Mr. Wells, will you just, for, for, the, for our sake, for the show's sake, just go back and work on it a little longer, okay? And maybe we'll, we'll use this play, but I, I just don't think the premise is going to work for Christmas. Jesus. Okay, sorry. Overly sensitive. Jinx! Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poor, Sheila, DA Williams, and Orson Wells, and featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. What? You don't say we're doing this again? Indeed we are. This is the Smokin' Hot Toddcast, and I am your humble host, Hot Toddy. Good to be back here with you once again. I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I did. It was a a lot of fun. It's always nice to get together with the family and chow down on some delicious food, which is what we did. So we we had a blast. It was a great holiday, and everybody came in. You know, it's exactly what you want on a nice Thanksgiving. But anyway, I hope you you had a good one, too. And now we are, believe it or not, headfirst. Into the holiday season. I, as, I, as I'm as i saying this, I'm staring right at my Christmas tree. I still cannot believe it is already time to have this up. I cannot believe it's Christmas time once again already. But here it is. We are headfirst into December. And uh, I, I expect it to be a good one. I, I bet it'll be a fun holiday season. You know, we're just getting into it, of course. But uh, I expect it to be pretty fun. But you know what? The, the, the shops are already a madhouse. It's like I, I don't want to go anywhere near the mall or anywhere right now i just it it's absolutely scary out there i mean shop listen you all are scary i mean my god it's just you you guys just swarm the stores you really do so i'm trying to stay clear of all department stores or malls for the moment until we until you know we get deeper into the holiday season of course i don't know is that better to wait until we get deeper into the holiday season or am i just asking for trouble because there's going to be even more people out there i don't know anyway uh, I'm, I'm steering away from the stores for now. I'll get my gifts later or online. I, I think that's the better way to go these days is get everything online. Never have to set foot in the store done. But anyway, we've got a, uh, we've got a great show coming your way this week. Uh, it's a blast what you're going to experience this week is something really fun that Miss Pingrino and I got to do, uh, just a few weeks ago. Um, it was a night of history. It was a musical night of history. And what I'm talking about, of course, is when Stevie Wonder stopped in Knoxville to do a show uh, as part of his uh, Songs in the Key of Life tour. And I'm going to tell you, it was just 
absolutely amazing, and you're going to experience uh, some of the some of the excitement that went down that night. And you're going to join Miss Pingreen and I for it. So uh, you're going to need to sit back, you're going to need to relax, and you need to get ready because we've got one hell of a show coming your way this week on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Well, it's happening again. This is Hot Toddy along with Miss Pingrino. Say hello. Hello. And we are on our way to another huge show here in Knoxville. It's absolutely incredible. We didn't think we were going to get to go, but we are definitely, without a doubt, getting to go. We are going to see Stevie Wonder live at Thompson Bowling Arena here in Knoxville. I couldn't be more excited. How about you? Uh, no words can describe how excited I am right now because I freaking love Stevie. Absolutely, you know, I mean, it's just incredible that we're going to get to be a part of this uh, this night of history. So sit back, relax, and get yourself ready, because in just minutes, you're going to be hearing some of the great tunes from this fantastic show. So stick with Hot Toddy and Miss Pingrino as we continue on to Stevie Wonder and his Songs in the Key of Life show in Knoxville on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually hot toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! What were we just, we were talking about a minute ago, before, uh, before the last thing. We won't mention that. We won't mention <laughs> before that. we got off on that tangent. On the that, tangent that, there. That the public's not supposed to know about. That's right, you're not gonna hear that one. Uh, Native Americans? Christopher Columbus? 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 Columbus. Columbus. Uh, no, yeah, that that was good. If you've never seen it, there's a video about people about an interviewer play a asking word association with Native Americans. Native Americans. And the word is Christopher Columbus. Yeah, and oh god, they go off on him. Let me tell you, they give him a very very brutal appraisal. Tongue lashing is an understatement for for Chris Columbus. Uh, well, I should say rapist Chris, murder that kind of. Thing. I, I should say Christopher Columbus, not the director Chris Columbus, who did the, the first two Harry Potter films and countless others. Uh, I did not know that. I did not know his name was Chris Columbus. Chris Columbus, yeah. And you know what his production company's called? What? 1492 Productions. That's unfortunate for yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 14, yeah, he probably shouldn't have gone with that title. He probably yeah. should have, shouldn't have tried to capitalize 14, on his similarity with a, his, I know, right? with a historical figure. I agree. But there he is, Chris Columbus. And he's going to do the Gremlins remake, in case you didn't know that. I, I'm not excited. I never really got into Gremlins. No. Uh, here's some of the movies he's uh, directed. Uh, Let's hear them. Gremlins, the Gremlins. original. The, Gr- the Goonies. I remember uh, the Goonies. see. Home Alone and Home Alone 2. Mrs. Doubtfire, Nine yeah. Months. Jingle All the, Jingle All the Way with, with I Schwarzenegger. Jingle All the Way. With Schwarzenegger. Uh, Bicentennial Man with uh, Robin. I never actually saw it, but it's heard right. of it. It's all right. The first two Harry Potter. Actually, sorry, the first three Harry Potter films. I thought he just did the first two. Christmas with the Cranks, we're sorry. Uh, the original, uh, no, both Fantastic Four movies, the original ones from, uh, you know, with the, the other people, Jessica Alba. Okay. And to not, be honest, I'm not really that impressed with his filmography. So well, <laughs> all three Night of the Museum movies. Still not impressed. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, well, I was, <laughs> Pixels, the Adam Sandler movie from this year. <laughs> really? That, that absolutely bombed at the box office. I did not know. I honestly didn't even know that there was a film called Pixels and that it was out starring Adam Sandler. Yeah, it's Adam interesting. Uh, and both Percy Jackson films. Yeah, it's not that great a repertoire, really. To be honest, you know, with you. I didn't even, I didn't even say it, but I kind of assumed that he did Percy Jackson. Kind of just, kind of just hit you somehow. It just looked like one of those 
crappy Chris Columbus films. I right. Didn't really know. Oh. Oh, this. Oh my God, this movie actually did make a profit in the end. I'm surprised. Pixels. Pixels. Yeah. How the, much of a profit? Well, okay, 20, so like the, twenty dollars doesn't count. The, the budget. So. The budget was eighty-eight million. Let's see if I can get my Whoa. math. Yeah, well, the budget was eighty-eight million. Let me see if I get the math correctly. The budget was eighty-eight million, but the box office was two hundred and forty-three point six million dollars. So they made like what a hundred and fifty-five million dollars profit. Which Not is bad. which is I mean considering it's an Adam Sandler film. Exactly, considering that I don't I don't even have a million dollars, you know. But it has a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that tells you anything. That and tells me volumes. Yeah. Really. It, it, <laughs> that speaks volumes about the film. Uh, box office, it had $78.6 million as of uh, October 30th in, in North America, and 164.7 in other territories for a worldwide total of $243.4 million. And the cost of one hundred ten million dollars to produce, but after rebates and its budget reduced to eighty eight million dollars. So it was going to be one hundred ten million dollars to make, then they reduced it to eighty eight million. Uh, so, so wow, that movie. So actually, Chris Columbus, <laughs> bravo Chris, for yes, Chris for Columbus. turning a dumpster fire into a profit. Oh my god, and it had some good people in it. You know, it had Adam Sandler. It had it had the Sandler. It had the Josh Gad. It he's had, Josh Gad. Uh, well, he's been in some movie. He was in a movie with Kevin Hart at the beginning of the year uh, called the. Uh, oh God, I can't remember. But he he was Kevin Hart was supposed to play like his. He he buys Kevin Hart to be his best man in his wedding or something like that. I vaguely remember something like that. Yeah. It's been a while though. It was beginning of the year. It was. Uh, but oh, it, that's when I was going through lots of turmoil with the roommates. Okay. So yeah, you, I didn't you were, care about any you, Adam you Sandler, were Kevin Hart vehicles. You were despondent at the time. We, yeah, I was very probably very depressed. We didn't hear from you like, for a life, while. Is the rest of life gonna be like this? Right. I'm probably in that state. Right. Well, okay. So he he's good. It also has your um, your favorite guy from Game of Thorns. I forget his name. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage is in a, yeah. it's Game of Thrones, by the way. Did I say Thorns? Yeah, you said Thorns. Thorns again. I do that all the time. Game of Thrones. He was in X Men. His future past. He is. Yeah, we was. He wasn't. He designs the Sentinel program. Exactly. He wasn't. He wasn't an X Men. He was in X Men. Yeah. He was it's, firmly against the mutant cause. He was a douche in that, in that film. He's a douche in this film. He's a funny douche in this film, though. It's funny. Very well spoken, though. I'll give him that. He is a very, uh, very, very good actor. He is. Um, so they're they're in it. Uh, the 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 Kevin James is in it. He's in it too. Okay. Uh, from uh, yeah. Chuck and Larry and the King of Mall Queens. Mall cop. Mall cop. He's he's Blart. He's Mall Blart. Cop. So you know it had a, it had your typical Adam Sandler cast. Yes, um, very much yeah, so. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and I liked it. It was the first Adam Sandler movie I've liked in a since. long since, like Mr. Deeds. Okay, it's been a while. You wow, you've had mm-hmm. a lot of thirteen stinkers. years. Thirteen oh, years, God. Adam Sandler. I, I don't. I've not liked any of his movies since Deeds, and then before that, it was The Water Boy. So you, it takes you back a ways. Yeah. So Deeds, and then mm-hmm. Pixels. So I enjoyed the Pixels. But uh, America did not. It was America did not. Apparently, Rotten Tomatoes Rotten did not. Rotten Tomatoes told it to just. They F gave off. it a firm stamp of disapproval. Seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta suck to get that bad a rating. You really, really do. DJ Poor smoking hot Toddcast promo. Take one. All right, Poor. Just say uh, this is DJ Poor, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. <laughs> All right.
Say it like you would say. Don't say it some way cool like, Dude, you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. <laughs> hmm, that's not quite the way I said it. All right, poor. Just say you're listening to the third home of Hot Toddy, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I'm here. Oh, for the love of God. Will you say it now? Bing or... bong. Damn it. The Smoking Hot Guy Poopy. I quit. And here we go. Here is the first song from the historic night that Stevie Wonder performed in Knoxville on his Songs in the Key of Life tour. Here now is I Wish.
Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy. You're tuned into the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. I knew it. I knew it. I said it. Ever since we lost to Alabama, I said that for the rest of the season, we were going to go undefeated, and we did. Of course, I'm talking about the Tennessee Volunteers ending their regular season 8-4. and four. Now, it should be 10-2, and two, or maybe even 11-1, and one, but we'll settle for 8-4 and four because, I mean, what an amazing season. We won after losing to Alabama in, middle, in the middle of October. We won against Kentucky. We won against South Carolina. We won against North Texas. We won against Missouri, and we won against Vanderbilt, and we are going to a bowl game. We've been bowl eligible since winning against North Texas, and that was before Thanksgiving. So this is absolutely amazing and just really exciting. The Tennessee Volunteers have done it they are slowly literally brick by brick bringing themselves back to where they were before the now what we call the down years but anyway we're, we're overlooking the down years because we absolutely blew this season out of the water now again we shouldn't have lost to florida we should not have we 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 can all agree with that we shouldn't have lost to florida we should not have lost to oklahoma that was even that's even worse than florida we shouldn't well I don't know. I don't know which is worse, losing to them, losing to Florida, but we shouldn't have lost to either one of them. And we probably shouldn't have lost Arkansas. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to Arkansas just because we didn't blow them out of the water. We, we, we stayed neck and neck right until the end. So I'll give it to them. And, and Alabama, you know, again, I said it after we played Alabama that after that particular game, after that particular one, um, Alabama was so thrilled that they beat us, and that's when we real all really started to realize that this game is mean means something again. You know, it's not just ah, Alabama playing Tennessee; uh, they'll beat them. You know, even 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 the Tennessee fans saying, "Ah, they'll beat us." We'll, we'll go. On. Let's just think about the next game. No, this was very important because we almost took out Alabama, and that's huge. And and they knew it was huge too, and that's why they really celebrated hardcore following that game it's because it means something again it means that we are closing in on all the sec teams and they need to watch out come 2016 2017 so on and so forth they got to watch out because we're, we're getting there and we're getting there pretty well too i mean uh, eight and four is not too shabby it's probably the, it's the best season we've had in a long time very long time and we, we even with uh butch jones last year we ended six and six so the fact that we have able or we were able to do this is is outstanding and really great and now we are heading to a bowl game we still don't know what the bowl game is yet my predictions are the outback bowl i could be wrong about that but i think we got the outback bowl in our grasp and uh, but regardless I, I predict nine and four on the season we'll win the bowl game and we'll go nine and four on the season which is stupendous and i expect us to go if not undefeated next year definitely pretty close you know we'll just have to wait and see but um you know, I I don't know. I, I I think I think we are in a really positive direction. Oh, that's what I do know is that we are really we're really we're really positive now, and and I think uh, everything's starting to look up for the Vols, and uh, I see us uh, doing pretty well, like I said, in the, in the future. But yeah, yeah, we blew out Vanderbilt though. That was a fifty-three to twenty-one or something like that. No, fifty-three to twenty-eight. That's right. We beat them fifty-three to twenty-eight. I mean, it was just it was so amazing how well Tennessee has done. Now, granted, Vanderbilt's not that hard to beat. But given our record, you know, over the last few years, we're really excited over anyway. A W is a W for us. And, uh, I mean, it's just, it's just another one, you know, in our pocket there. So, 
I am so proud of the balls and how they ended this season. I mean, it couldn't have been well. It could have been better, but I mean, it couldn't have it couldn't have gotten any better than than this level now. You know, I mean, this is what we this is what we needed. This is what we wanted, and this is what we got. We got that eight and four. That's what we were looking for after Alabama. And I'm just so proud of them and so thrilled that it's that it's been such a great season for them. And uh, this bowl game. This bowl game's in the bag, and then come 2016, who the hell knows? I mean, we could just we could be dominating the SEC, and dare I say the nation? I don't know. These are just predictions. Don't quote me on it, but that's kind of the way I'm feeling. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to throw that. That's our last. That's our final regular season Vols update uh, for the season on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Now, I'll come back uh, and do another one once we find out what our bowl game is, and then when we get around the bowl game time in January, we'll do a little bit more then, and I'll keep you updated through the season on what the Vols are doing, and then come this time next year, or, you know, October or so next year, whenever we come back for season three of the Smoking Hot Toddcast, I'll fill you in on play-by-play, game-by-game, uh, our Vols and how they're doing. So this is the, this is the last regular season Vols update for now. But as you can see, the Vols are in good hands. They're working well, and they're going to dominate real soon. You wait and see. Go Vols. Smoking Hot Podcast. Here now with Isn't She Lovely, once again, it's Stevie Wonder.
you're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. Hello and welcome to this week's Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. We've got a big story to get to and it's one that both Ollie and I agreed we needed to report on even though it's not hard-hitting news. It's something that's very special and near and dear to our hearts and probably to a lot of our listeners as well. I'm talking, of course, about the reboot of mine and Ollie's favorite show, Mystery Science Theater 3000. It was announced by creator Joel Hodson a few weeks ago that he was starting a Kickstarter campaign to get enough funds to do a handful of episodes. The goal is to reach $5 million in which they would be able to produce 12 new episodes. At this point in time, they're almost to 4 million, and they have nine days to go on their Kickstarter campaign. And I've got Ollie on the scene who's been speaking, or at least I hope he's been speaking, with the new crew of Mystery Science Theater 3000 to see what's going down. Ollie, how are things over there? Where am I? I really don't know what's going on. No, Ollie, Ollie, this week you're just in your own office at your computer. Oh, I ain't going anywhere? Well, I would assume not, Ollie, unless you've, you've gone anywhere and you haven't told us. No! <laughs> all right, then then we're off to a bad start. You're you're fine. You're you're just in your own office right now. Um, now Ollie, let's get down to this because this is very special to you and me, and it's special to a lot of the Misties out there. The fact that Mystery Science Theater 3000 is returning as soon as possible, thanks to this fantastic Kickstarter campaign. And uh, if if there are any Misties out there who listen to the Ollie Report and you contributed, thank you so much for your contribution. Because every every penny counts to get this show back on the road. Now, have you spoken with Joel Hodson about what's been going on with the campaign? Tom Servo, Groovy Robot, Gypsy. Yes, yeah, that those are the robots. Uh, but have you spoken with Joel? I love the movie Mitchell. It makes me laugh every time. Oh, look, here's Egon. It's a funny episode too. My car won't start. I can't go anywhere. I gotta put all my money into that. That's why I've not contributed to the Kickstarter biscuits. Wait, 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 Ollie. You're a Misty too, and you've not contributed to the Kickstarter campaign. I thought I did, but once I contributed my money, a big box of condoms was delivered to my house. As it turns out, I contributed to a Get More Condoms campaign. It's not exactly a bad thing. I'm just saying. No, I mean that. That's a lifetime supply. What do you mean lifetime? Oh, been a little busy, have we? Yeah. Okay, well, good for you. I don't feel so bad for you now. Oh, you're telling me. My pillows haven't seen so much action. All right, okay. Well, we've already, we've taken it down a bad path already. Oh, my God. Okay, no, don't, don't, no. We're moving on completely from that. Anyway. The Mystery Science Theater Kickstarter campaign. Have you uh, spoken to any of the backers about why this is so special to them? Shh! I'm watching Manos! Ollie, stop watching Mystery Science. I know you're a fan. I'm a fan too, but we've we, we got some work to do here, so come back to me. Let's talk a little bit more about this. Have you spoken with any of the backers of the campaign? I'm outside! I see sky and trees! And the Mystery Science Theater logo. 
So have you spoken to any of the actors, any of the new people who have been hired on to the show? Because Jonah Ray from the Nerdist podcast has been chosen to be the host, the new host of the show. Felicia Day has been chosen to play the offspring of Dr. Clayton Forrester, Kinga Forrester. And it was just announced on Monday of this week that uh, the great, the hilarious comedian Patton Oswald will be taking on the role of the henchman to Kinga Forrester as the offspring of TV's Frank, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's going to be known as TV's son of TV's Frank. Have you spoken with any of them about how they feel and how excited they are about bringing back this show? Haircuts! Station! Biscuits! Cats and dogs don't have butt cheeks! And neither do the robots! Well, as always, Ollie, you've managed to whiz this one right down your leg. Um, great. This was a very easy story. Uh, there was not a lot involved that you had to do, but somehow you managed to screw it up e- even more. So I, I congratulate you on this for screwing up a story that was so easy and one that was actually pretty important to me and me because we're both Misties. But whatever. You just have fun. I'm going to go. Well, yes, I spoke with Joel Hodson. He's very excited about how well the Kickstarter campaign has done. Speaking of which, I've spoken with many of the backers, and they said that it, they felt like it was their duty to contribute to this great campaign to bring back this fantastic show. I've also spoken with all the cast members of the show thus far, including Jonah Ray, Felicia Day, and Patton Oswalt. All are very excited about joining the cast and ready to bring this institution back to its fans. Push the button, Ollie. Biscuits! That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. You're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. What would a Stevie Wonder concert be without the iconic superstition? Hit it, drama!
Orson Welles smoking hot Toddcast promos. Take one. Okay, Mr. Wells, uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say, Hello, this is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Ah, the French champagne. No, 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 hold it. All right, Mr. Wells, just say, This is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Okay, go again. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! All right, uh, do it again. All right, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smokin' Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Welles. Ah! Hello, this is Hot Toddy. Two weeks ago on this show, you heard Ollie sing the beautiful operatic Franz Schubert piece On Der Musik with the angle that he was dressed as a turkey in honor of Thanksgiving. The response to this segment was overwhelming. You all absolutely loved it and said you wanted more classical music on this podcast. Well, we read you loud and clear. That's why this week we are once again bringing you a beautiful operatic piece, this time by Mozart, brought to you by Ollie this week. And of course, we have to have an angle. So since it is officially the holiday season, here to sing this beautiful Mozart piece is Ollie while dressed as an elf. Yeah. 
Bravo! Bravo! That was Ollie singing Mozart while dressed as an elf. Yes! Wonderful! You're listening to the Smoky Light Podcast. And there you go, another one in the bag. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast and enjoyed all the Stevie Wonder goodness we brought to you. I mean, three of the classics right there. I Wish, Isn't She Lovely, and Superstition. Can't go wrong with that. And all around, once again, it was an amazing show. And we can't thank Stevie enough for stopping by Knoxville. Of all cities in the world, coming to stop by Knoxville just to say hey and do some of your songs. Man, that was awesome. But anyway, once again, I hope you enjoyed. And we've got a couple more episodes coming your way before the Christmas holiday, so don't miss out. we got a brand new episode coming your way next week. And with that in mind, that's going to do it for us this week. You can follow me on social media. Just look up Hot Toddy on Facebook, Vine, and Periscope. Hot Toddy 9102 on Twitter and Hottest underscore Toddy on Instagram. You can also follow some of the cast members on Twitter, Miss Pengrino at Pengrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawk, and Doc Summit at Kev Summit. Until next week, this is Hot Toddy saying, My Serie Amor. And that's all I can do. <laughs> <laughs>